0: Hi, welcome to Youth Diversion's podcast on vaping. I'm Joanna Conrad and with me is Jason Woods, Detective Sergeant from LaSalle Police. We're going to be talking about vooping, cloud chasing, cold boxing and vapor hood. A lot of parents have never heard of these terms before. So why don't we get into what this means and how we can expel some of the myths around it. So hi Jason, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Can you start off for me by telling me a little bit about yourself and your career?
1: Well, I've been a police officer now for 20 years. I started up in Peel Regional Police and then came back home in 2001, where I've been with LaSalle ever since. Um, I've pretty much done everything from community officer to training to drug work. Um, In this particular topic, I think some of the drug experience, drug work I've had is going to pay dividends because it is sort of a crossover tool between smoking and using cannabis marijuana. So I'll lean a bit on that and hopefully I can answer all the questions you have.
0: Great. So Youth Diversion is really interested in the subject because we know that there is an increase in kids who are using it. And we also know that nicotine is very addictive and vaping over a long period of time can also lead to nicotine addiction, not to mention some of the things that we're going to discuss in terms of the chemicals that can be found and potential long-term exposure to that and then the implications of that on one's health. So why don't we dig into it? And clear away some of the mist for parents and get into what vaping really is. I like the pun. So let's go. What is vaping? What do you know about vaping?
1: Well, here we go. Taken right from Yale Medicine. To vape is to inhale vapor created from a liquid heated up inside a device. Long story short, you take your pod, your stick, or whatever other vape device you have. You put the liquid inside of it, which is often flavored and has nicotine. It heats up into a vapor and then inhale into the lungs. And there you have your vape.
0: And the concern is that one pot, especially from the, the Jewel brand, contains 5% of nicotine, which is equivalent to one pack of cigarettes or 200 puffs of a cigarette, which is an intense amount of nicotine.
1: Yes. Well, so what you have here is it's a nicotine delivery system. No matter how you want to cut it, I'm not here to give my personal opinion on nicotine or anything like that. What I'm just saying is this is a nicotine delivery system and it delivers it at a higher concentration than mm-hmm. what normal cigarettes do. So the problem we're running into is that the youth are viewing this as a safer, cleaner form of smoking. And again, no matter how you cut it, it's a, they view it as a safer form of smoking. It's delivering the nicotine at a much higher rate and the kids are getting addicted to it much quicker. And you have what they... Discuss in all the writings you'll find and the research on it is that one of the big problems we're seeing is we're, the nicotine is getting to youths who would not normally smoke a cigarette.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They've been told vaping is clean, safe, everything is good. They are once again addicted to a nicotine-based product, and now we're in the same boat. You might take the health risks away. You've got the addiction. You've got the money going into it. Um, I touched on it. It's still, it's a sense of a loss of independence. Once you're addicted to a substance, you're not independent from that. You're trying to get it. Kids under 19 have to find a way to obtain it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that goes into this. So that's, that's one of the big problems we're seeing faced with this right now is that nicotine addiction in a, a group of the youth, I will say that would never have been addicted because they wouldn't have smoked cigarettes.
0: Right. And would you say that it's detectable?
1: it's difficult um these products are small the, the pens and the pods are quite small some of them look like usb sticks again no surprise some of these companies are making them so they blend in easily with other items in the house so if the youth your child leaves their vape pod or pen on the desk it might not look like anything some of them yes you can tell they're clearly what they are but others are uh Let's just say they camouflage quite well in the pencil case or on the desk.
0: Right. And it's not like your typical cigarette where the smoke stays on you for a long period of time or your hands smell or, you know, back, I guess, in the day or even, you know, now if kids are trying to conceal cigarette smoke, it's far more difficult to conceal that if you're smoking inside of a car or inside of a house or anywhere really because the smoke lingers and it stays on your person as well, where with the vapor not the case.
1: Outside of that initial giant plume of white, I, oh, we'll call it smoke for lack of a better term, the white smoke that they exhale. Those of us who are young enough to remember cigarette smoke being allowed in establishments, we all remember what it was like to go into a coffee shop or a restaurant. You get what you need, you come out and the cigarette smoke hangs on you. You don't get rid of it. And it was there. Anyone you came in contact with could tell you were either with someone or in somewhere where smoking was allowed. With the vaping, it's not like that. The giant plume of white smoke that they exhale goes up, dissipates, and there's nothing lingering on the body, which becomes problematic for parents trying to detect it. The Some of the vape pods and sticks and however else you want to call them are designed to look like household items or items that the students might have. Some look like USB sticks. They're very difficult to actually just look down and go oh look there's a vape pen or something so you have to sort of pick it up and see what it is and then the other issue is knowing what's in your kids rooms knowing what they have and then parents don't always want to search or look into the rooms they want to trust their child they think the child's a good kid getting good grades the friends are good but we don't know what they're experimenting with So when you go in there, you have to look for this stuff and you're not looking to get them in trouble. You're not looking to catch them doing something wrong. What you're doing is you're trying to help them. You're trying to prevent them from becoming addicted to a substance. And regardless of the health differences between cigarettes and vape sticks and addictions and addiction, we don't need our youth addicted to nicotine. So as a parent, we just have to be cognizant of what the kids are doing and what they're into. If you find the products if you find they may be vaping or experimenting with you, you have to have the talk with them and parent to parent and i know this is hard it's the talk not the yell we're going to be mad as a parent if we find these products i know i would be but they need to know why we searched they need to know the dangers of them so we want to talk to them about it i understand there's going to be punishment involved but initially you want to make sure the message gets through
0: Right. And I think what's important for parents to take away too is that oftentimes kids will have these conversations with one another. And for the most part, it might not be factual, right? They might, the conversations that they're having with one another might be that it, is safer than cigarettes and that it's not a big deal and that, you know, it smells good and it tastes good or it's fun or, you know, that perception that it is cool. So they're not having that conversation where it can be addictive and it can lead to, you know, other things. And there are a lot of health risks associated. And I think it's important for parents to have these conversations with the kids, especially because, like I said, for the most part, the information that they're getting, unless they're getting it from home or from a credible source, it's probably misguided information.
1: Oh, you're absolutely right. Because we all know at 16, your best friend or the friends at school know more than your parents. We know at 16, we already know everything. Right. We're not going to grow anymore as sure. people. Yes. Yes. I, I didn't. I was a saint. I just <laughs> leave that in there. But no, we all knew everything, and our friends knew everything. So to think about vaping, which is funny, two guys at the school, dude, this has none of the stuff that cigarettes have in it. Okay, so I'm not here to say that vaping is just as dirty or dangerous as cigarettes i think i've said that but i think what's getting missed in it is yes it is a safer nicotine provider let's Mm -hmm. i'm trying to find a way to say it but it's safer than cigarettes yes but there's still the addiction so what gets missed with the kids is when the buddy hands it over and says dude it's not as bad as cigarettes they don't say but it still has nicotine you're gonna get addicted to Mm -hmm. so there's the problem The nicotine gets pushed a little bit to the back burner. And then what happens is, you know, not for everybody, they start vaping, they start trying it, and then the addiction kicks in. And as you mentioned before, it's providing a higher quantity of nicotine per use. Mm -hmm. So it's just one of those things where, yeah, you're right. The information from your buddy at school may not be perfectly accurate. I know it's a shock for your parents to hear but it just mm-hmm. might not be the most accurate.
0: And also not to mention that some kids are using it to smoke other things, such as cannabis, right? Yes. And of course, the uh, consumption of THC through that is it comes at a higher rate. They absorb it differently. And ultimately, the high is very potent. And of course, a number of issues there.
1: Yes. So again, another... Another problem parents have to tackle: you find the vape stick or vape pen pod, all the different top names we've said. Um, so you have to look at it. Okay, are you using it to vape for the nicotine? Well, if they're not, you have to. You might have to cross into that. Are you using it for cannabis? We'll just say weed. There's different versions. I know they use it with the oils. You have the butters. You have different versions of the cannabis product that you can drop into it and you are very right that depending on the type of product they're using how they've cultivated it if it's put into an oil or as they've sometimes called a butter form such the thc concentration is a lot higher and much like the nicotine it sends it to the body at a higher quantity uh-huh. and easier absorbing rate so the kids are getting a much more potent high and these are things to be concerned about for all of the reasons and Nicotine, THC—they do show that for the developing mind, it can stunt it in ways. It can lead to some anxieties. It can lead to concentration issues and such. And you can see that. So, again, these are things that kids aren't thinking about. It's you know the cheesy cliche here for a good time, not a long time. They they're not thinking ahead. At sixteen, you're not concerned with how is my brain developing.
0: No, absolutely not. So.
1: We have to come in as parents with all this really boring, Mm the sky is falling talk and tell kids that, no, these are the concerns about it. And to go back to what I said before, this is where we have to plan how we want to deliver the message to the kids. Right. Because all we're trying to say or they might hear is stop having a good time. Right. So these are things to consider. And yes, I'm not going to say if they dab, which is one of the slang terms for using the vape, uh, pen pod to smoke weed. I'm not saying it's going to automatically lead to them trying harder drugs, but it is delivering a stronger dose and it's getting them a little bit higher than it normally would. The other thing parents have to realize is that the level of THC in cannabis over the last few decades has increased greatly. So the level of THC that was in weed, let's say in the 1970s, early 80s, is through the roof now. They're it's very different. I wouldn't you wouldn't even call them the same. Mm-hmm. So these are things that just again, parents should be researching. It's a topic. It's been decriminalized, it's legal. There's you know, adults can consume it and use it. You need to research this stuff so you have the answers for your kids.
0: Why don't we talk a little bit about uh I guess in terms of kids and and how they get their hands on this stuff.
1: Just like everyone knows, how kids went about or have gone about getting alcohol throughout the years. There's always the older brother, the cousin, the buddy down the street who is 19. Everyone knows for years has always been that everyone's lent or leaned on the one person who's older. So that's still the practice there. So someone has an older brother or sister who will buy it for them. The kids pool their money in, they buy a jug of the juice and they all split it up. Common practice. Now, these juices are available at just about every convenience store there is out there. I'm not going to get on and say that every convenience store is selling to kids because it's not the truth. There's many convenience stores out there. They're hardworking. They follow the law. They're, they're checking for everyone who looks under 25 and they're doing it right. But there are still, you know, they're going to have the one or two out there where the kids can go in. They might not check ID. There's going to be that one buddy who looks older than he is uh-huh. who might be able to get it. Um, I do believe uh, you mentioned before, I think there's some online sources yeah. um, to go on to that. Parents need to remember um, when the kids are under your roof, uh, passwords should be shared. There's nothing wrong with checking your search history or checking their Instagram and Facebook pages. Um, to me, it's just it's one of those ones where we treat devices like it's their own personal, you know, it's their safe zone and we don't have access. We need to be in those. You just need to know what they're doing. Because I can tell you right now with this generation of kids is everything about every part of their life is on the device. Absolutely. So if they're searching for the products to order online or if they're direct messaging on IG to get their friends to get it, it's going to be there for you to see.
0: Right. Right. And I know we're hearing it from school boards. We're hearing it from police officers. They're seeing vaping as a real concern safety wise. And again, even if they're, for example, consuming it, if it comes to marijuana, right? And the high is much more potent then what happens thereafter. Are they driving home from school? Are they getting into a car with somebody who is under the influence? Um, You know, and then, of course, the long term potential health implications, right? So there's a lot at stake here. It's not just having a random smoke or something to that effect
1: you know what it's one of those ones it's funny in all conversations today it seems with kids especially teenagers everything seems to turn towards devices Mm -hmm. um well actually not even teenagers devices tablets and phones um i'm not going to get onto all of that as far as how much time or what you should allow but just we have to remember that that phone their smartphone their tablet is their link to everything and it's just one of those conversations, again, you need to have with the kids and just say, you know what, that is, I have access to that. I need the passwords. There's lots of ways to sell it. I'm not saying it have to check it on a daily basis, but it's just something to look into. It's interesting too, if you look on, I think Instagram surpassing Facebook as far as usage and... For sure, especially with um, young people. Yes. So... Um, if you look in recent searches on Instagram, you look in their feed, not necessarily the feed of who they follow, you look in that suggested feed and just it shows you sort of liked sort of topics that they've looked at. The only thing parents have to realize too is kids they try to mimic what they like, so if whatever scene they're into, if they you see the people, you see the pop stars, the pop culture people vaping or doing stuff, it's a mimic thing. It's the same as my son can't understand why at 13 you're not getting $500 off white running shoes. For those who don't know, it's, it's a clothing design, (laughs) but you know, you argue with him about that. So looking into what they're into, you've touched on the health risks. So, you know, again, everyone stores, they stick with this. It's safer than cigarettes, safer than cigarettes. And yes, there's not as many chemicals. We know the tars are in cigarettes. We know all the other sort of carcinogens that you're inhaling with them. But don't forget, there was a point when people could walk into the doctor's office and the doctor had a cigarette in their mouth. There was a point where they would light the cigarette for the pregnant woman to relax and it was deemed safe. It was just smoking. Right now we have just vaping. I'm just vaping. There's nothing wrong with it. The scary thought is what happens in 25 years when all the studies are done in this generation who has been vaping for two decades, possibly three decades, and now we have the long-term studies. That scary feeling of, oh my gosh, it was just as bad. It might not be the same type of lung cancer, but what if it uh-huh. caused different throat cancer, mouth cancer? It's still, you're inhaling. They don't even know exactly at this point everything you are inhaling. Every one of the juices are different product itself is made up of plastics, lithium ion batteries, all these all these items, they start to break down. They're super heated. There's concerns right now that as the batteries break down, that some of those materials may actually be getting heated up as well and being part that become part of the vape. They don't know this yet. Yes, it might be at a much smaller level. It might be minuscule. But what happens after 20 years? Exactly. How much of that is going into your system? Yes, we, again, we know what happens with cigarettes. We've, the studies have shown, everyone's accepted it today. So we talked about remembering going in somewhere where, you know, there was the smoking section. That wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. If you see someone smoking inside a building now, it is such, it is foreign to you to see. But that's where we've gotten with cigarettes because the data is there. The tests have shown this it's just not there for vaping so unfortunately for us as parents and i say us because i'm in the boat i'm not giving this talk as someone who's not going to have to deal with this stuff i'm going to be honest my oldest is starts grade nine next year i'm not looking forward to that because it's a whole other world of issues and concerns maybe because my job i've started some talks early i've had a few talks with them about some things um Maybe because of my job, it's easier for me to scare him with things I've seen. But I'm just saying these talks have to be had. We have to, we have to be on top of it. And, you know, we have to find a way to explain to the kids. I don't think this generation of kids really recognizes with cigarettes what it was like. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, we talked about this entire pool of this young generation who never would have smoked a cigarette. They never would have lit one up. There's kids right now vaping. Who, if you handed them a cigarette, would just look at you like right, you're like, disgusting. Ugh,
0: you're right, but vaping's okay.
1: Yes, yes. I it might be ironic. We don't know yet, but it's it just seems to be the belief right now. And again, there's kids who would never smoke a cigarette, but would smoke a joint. Right. Cigarettes are there. Cigarettes are a different type of evil. I'm not, I do not want to enter the debate and have a bunch of people yelling at me about (laughs) joints or this and say, I'm just saying our lungs are designed to inhale oxygen and filter out some impurities. They're not made to inhale man-made carcinogens and toxins. And we don't know exactly what's going into these vapes.
0: Right. And I really like that you mentioned that you are a parent and you have a son who's going into grade nine, your oldest is. And... And as much as it is a concern for kids who are, you know, preteens and teenagers, it's a concern for little ones too. And I mean, I'm a mother, I've got three, my oldest is six, and he has come home from school talking about vaping because it's something that he's heard about on the playground. I myself was shocked by this because again, you know, based on what I do and the population that we work with at Diversion, I feel that for the most part, I'm pretty exposed to a lot of different subjects that kids are dealing with and exposed to. Uh, But I thought at six, it was not a conversation that we had to have just yet. He already had a concept of it just based on whatever the playground discussion was. And similar to what you were saying, when it comes to the dangers that are associated with it, I don't think that kids for a second think about the different components that are a part of that, whether it's pen or pot or whatever. And when you look at the fact that every component of it has a battery where you know it's used to heat up that liquid Uh, and then of course what does that mean and ultimately the wear and tear on that battery and the potential exposure of whatever chemicals are coming outside of that and into the liquid not to mention all of the other things that are there the nicotine and whatever else but again it's just all these chemicals that you're not supposed to be exposed to that they are being exposed to regardless of how minuscule over time it adds up and it's Exposure to something that your body wouldn't have otherwise been exposed to.
1: No, you're exactly right, and you know we can give examples. Every plastic bottle we see now is BPA free.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, when was that? When did that start? About three years ago, and but prior to that, we didn't know what these chemicals did. But now, if you don't see BPA free in a water bottle, you won't touch it. Right. So there's there's a litany of examples that show you that uh, long-term testing can bring out the dangers things we thought were completely safe we can see that no they do have health scares or they can cause health issues vaping i just my personal opinion is i think we're going to see in the future that yes the vaping that slipped under the radar for a long time was thought we're just inhaling water is going to show that there are some health risks attached to it i'm not going to i can't say what they are but when you research it Um, medical professionals are concerned.
0: Absolutely. So really what I think is important for parents to walk away with from our conversation today is ultimately for them to be aware of the fact that it is something that is on the rise. A number of kids are using it. A number of kids are exposed to it. More kids than I think we'd like to think know about it at the very least. And so what should parents do?
1: I guess my best advice would be We know or we're prepared for the alcohol talk. We've been prepared for the cigarette talk. You're vaping and I'll throw in cannabis and weed use. We'll throw that in there too. It has to be the same. We have to get on top of it that way with our kids. So those talks that we're prepared to have, this is now one of them. And it's just, it flew under the radar. Like I said, just a minute ago, I don't think parents knew that this was out there. All of a sudden schools are calling us because the bathrooms are filled with kids vaping. Right. They're on the school grounds doing it and they, they can't. So add this to your list of the talks you have to have. And yep, as parents, you know, we love it when they're little kids and we don't have to worry about it. They're just playing and it's Elmo and it's all that fun stuff. High school age, they start to get older. We have to have these uncomfortable talks but it's our responsibility. That's what we as parents have to do.
0: Great. Well, thanks for helping us clear some of the mist for parents about vaping. And hopefully parents walk away with having a little bit more information than they did coming in.
1: No problem. Thanks for having me.